0: Hey champions, this is your weekly podcast about Genesis Battle of Champions, and in this cast we talk about everything related to game design, development, testing, and more for Genesis. I'm Usid, your host and the creator of the game. Now let's jump into this week's episode. Hey champions, uh, we're finally back on track and doing the champion storylines and preferred playstyles. So you got Usid here and Lionel. Hey guys. And uh, in this podcast, we're talking about Nubia. Sorry for all the thudding. It's coming from upstairs. It's a really old building we're recording in. And uh, yeah, you hear everything. Anyway, so going into Nubia. We're going to tackle three things. The character story, how do we create the character, and preferred play styles. So jumping into the character story. um, And again, all of these are on a high level. Eventually, we'll get more proper written stories out there. But Nubia grew up as a child of a farmer. So her father owned land, her mother um, tended to the animals and she helped her father uh, do all the farming. And from their farmland, they could always see the castle that was off in the distance. So Nubia grew up up being envious of the king and everyone who lived in the city and wanted to be one of those people. Uh, And then the war ended up raging out between uh, Vadhis and Vishid and um, her father was called into the army. So her father goes and joins this war and ends up getting killed in battle. Um, and Nubia's mother, shortly after finding out about this, dies of depression, of mm-hmm. being alone. Uh, she just kind of withers away and dies. Uh, so Nubia is left to fend for herself and she moves, uh, sells her parents' land takes the money and moves to the city. Uh, and in the city, she starts, uh, she starts off as a thief. She's learned some magical tra- tricks about uh, mind reading and soothsaying, and she starts using this to become a really powerful thief. And then uh, as she starts doing this, she gets higher and higher uh, requests. And eventually, she ends up hearing about a book, the Book of the Damned. Uh, the most powerful spell book in all the world, uh, with the ability uh, that people couldn't even dream of, so she decides to go on the venture to find it herself. Uh, so she starts, you know, reading people's minds, trying to figure out information that they know, and she finds finally gets a bit of information that's actually truth, uh, which is that the book's hidden somewhere in the south. So she starts traveling from Vareth south. And encounters this giant tower that's in crumbles and is in ruins but there's something about it that resonates with her and tells her to go towards us so she starts she enters the tower and as she starts climbing the staircase the weirdest thing happens so the tower is in the middle of this complete desert area with some rivers and marshes and stuff like that but it's more or less in the uh, desert and uh, as she starts climbing out and she starts looking out the window the true there are trees there that wouldn't weren't there before and the ground's more lush that it wasn't and she as she gets hi- taller higher and higher into this tower uh, more of the world around her becomes more alive even to the point that as she starts climbing up steps the steps that she couldn't see before as she was further down start becoming visible as if they were being created out of nothing. Um, She finally gets to the top of this tower and there's this power that's resonating within the room. Uh, And as she tries reaching out towards opening the door, uh, the powers are so strong that it kind of knocks her unconscious and she hears this voice in her head that's, uh, you know, it's kind of childlike, it's very sweet, and it's like, no, I'll take care of you, don't worry about anything. And Nubia ends up waking up and she's in this middle of this library. Uh, and the books in there are very archaic but at the same time perfectly preserved and as she looks out from the windows uh, she knows she's in the same place because how close she is to the ocean and stuff like this but at the same time uh, she feels like she's in a different time frame Um, and then this figure comes out from behind the shadows and uh, it's this young youthful woman who um, is there and they start talking, and Nubia says that she's here trying to find the Book of the Dam. Um, and this other character um, tells her that you know, she has it, but no one's allowed to have it. Uh, and they end up Nubia is persistent and really wants it, and eventually starts attacking this other person, finds out that this other person is a very powerful witch. and if you haven't figured it out, it's Kendra. Mm-hmm. And the two of them go in this all-out battle, and um, Nubia is about to attack Kendra, and Kendra as a last-ditch effort, jabs her fingers into Nubia's eyes, blinding her, Um, and Nubia in Resort casts what we know as cognitive restrictions, and that's what's happening in the art of that card. Mm -hmm. She ends up reaching into Kendra's brain and kind of just tearing it to shreds, uh, driving her insane, and really wrecking with her memories and her timeline and all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So the battle resolves with both of them just being wrecked. Nubia, the soothsayer who can see into the future is now blinded Mm -hmm. uh, in an ironic twist and Kendra who is um, this really powerful witch is now driven insane and can't control her abilities. Uh, Nubia kind of gained consciousness and uh, can't see anything is stumbling around and she feels this power that's drawing to her and she ends up uh, reaching for the Book of the Dam and opening it up and she gets absorbed into it and she's now pulled into this other space this other time.
1: So at this time did, um, did Kendra have uh, her conduit at this point?
0: No so we're gonna get to that the conduit is Kendra's conduit is the Book of the Dam hmm. but it only becomes a conduit after it's opened by Nubia uh, uh, so Nubia opens a book goes into it and is in this other dimension where she's kind of floating Uh, This is the Aether. And in the Aether, there are five mythical beings that have been suspended there. And that was the goal of the Book of the Damn. to take these five mythical creatures and suspend them outside of time and space in the Aether. Um, They tell her if she's able to kill the witch who blinded her, um, they can escape and they'll grant her infinite power. And she's like, how am I going to do that without more power myself, I need something to take down this witch who's so powerful. And they end up giving her the Aether Sphere. And this is the ability that even though she can't see, she's able to perpetually see into the future. She can Mm -hmm. see multiple timelines at once and even take things from other timelines and bring them into her own. Uh, And that's where her vision ability comes about, where she's able to reach into her own timeline Mm -hmm. and pull things out and uh, that's that idea. Um, eventually she uh, this breaks her bond with A- the Aether space and she comes back to reality. Uh, at this point, Kendra has already taken the book and ran away. Um, and we'll get into Kendra's story in another podcast and talking about what happened afterwards. Uh, but now Nubia is on this quest to kill the witch. Mm-hmm. And the goal here is so that she can unlock these monsters and gain the infinite power that they promised her. So that's Nubia's story arc. Mm. It's fairly long, um, but she plays into so many other the story arcs as well. After gaining the Sphere, she returns back to the kingdom, and um, using her powers, she ends up climbing the ranks, and now she is the king's most mm. trusted advisory, um, and she's able to see into the future. She was the one who convinced the king to keep Raha on, so. Um, In another timeline, she saw the battle between Raha and Malik. She saw all this happening, and she used that knowledge to convince the king to um, rescue Raha, to make Raha into the soldier. So even though Malik's dubbed the first champion, in reality Nubia is, but Nubia doesn't let others know until Mm. after Malik's already revealed his powers. Um, Nubia is the one who tells the king to graft the demon's arm onto Raha, Mm. Uh, so all of this is wow. Nubia's machinations, really, She's the to get to where she wants to be, which is killing Kendra. But it makes
1: sense if, since you can see all of these, yeah. all these things.
0: Um, That's cool. All right, that took much longer than I was expecting. It <laughs> I hope people enjoyed that uh, the story. Um, we have a little bit more time. Let's talk about preferred play styles. So, um I haven't made a Nubia deck in a while, but I've played against a few, but I know you're working on a Nubia deck, so why don't you tell everyone what your idea is?
1: uh yeah, so my my idea behind the Nubia deck was a high mana uh, sorry high aura deck, so essentially what it is is I run a lot of uh, run as many angels as I can, mm-hmm. and then so because of her vision's ability, it allows me to go. To fetch for them and then run high um costing spells uh, mm-hmm. just like tsunamis and um, and um, chain lightnings and those would be my offensive front. Then you would run things like Chrono walkers for the defensive and smoke bombs as well. Um, so yeah, it's just that's generally how I would want just like monsters mm-hmm. and heavy like heavy damage cards. Yeah. So
0: that's like, um, what I do. So, so yeah, I was thinking about it. I. I- played against two Nubia decks, one which is um, Nubia Aggro, which was running Nubia with thrust, cross punches. The idea was (laughs) uh, because you have a whole bunch of (laughs) techniques in hand, you can always execute your thrust and it can just deal a lot of damage. Not that bad and thrust is really cheap for her. Mm -hmm. Uh, Two cards off the top, Uh, for her that's a really big deal, paying anything more than two cards for an ability is really hard. Um, That was one deck, I think it needs some refinement. Um, and hopefully Cards from the Future can help that deck a little bit more. But I actually like your deck idea a little bit more. I was playing against one the other day and it was running Angels, a lot of Angels. The goal was to drop, he was running seven Angels in the deck Mm -hmm. uh, to get an Angel or two out and just beat your opponent down with that
1: kind of where I got the idea from yeah. from your your experiences that yeah. you telling me about that deck so, so I thought it was a great style
0: yeah um, uh, my only caveat to that is if you're going to do that uh, you need to play the other side of it so have abilities that keep your angels alive so holy walls, cognitive restrictions, air shields stuff like that mm-hmm. because uh, it's just so easy uh, Raha and Idris can easily knock out angels uh, so uh, find a way to keep them alive because the more they invest, if they come up and they're like, "I'm gonna bolt shot your angel," I'm gonna holy wall it, and then now they're out of bolt shot and you saw your angel. Uh, it really messes with their plans. Mm-hmm. Cognitive restrictions are really good because if they use a chrono walker to get out of the angel's attack, mm-hmm. you cognitive restricted, and now the chrono walker uh, they are taking the damage from that. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, I I would use the angels as more of a distraction yeah to, like personally i i haven't actually built the deck so all of this is um like i said said i've just concept is conceptualizing it but i feel like there would be much there would be enough of a distraction so i can just come in and, and load my spells on them
0: yeah so uh i think that's a big part of the deck too mm-hmm. it's just uh and the problem with the angels is you invest a lot into them they're 25 aura which is a good six the first starting aura mm-hmm. so if you gotta invest that much make sure you kind of get the most out of it and making them ruin a bunch of their cards which they're now trying to use yeah. to neck out the angel is yeah. a good way to do that Hence um destruction so uh yeah that's the only caveat besides that the newbie deck can be very scary so
1: yeah for sure her vision's ability is really really good yeah
0: if you haven't tried it out yet i do recommend trying out that type of style with her
1: honestly i feel like she's one of the most underrated champions right now like she has a lot of power but yeah (laughs) we'll see how she goes
0: yeah all right so that's it for this cast a little bit longer than normal but hope you got some good ideas out of it uh the next one we're gonna do is kendra so Mm -hmm. we'll pick up the rest of that story there all right bye for now take care That's everything for this week's cast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any topic ideas for future casts, make sure you let us know by emailing us at contactus at hauntedcastlegaming.com. Bye for now.